0: Welcome to Permission to Be Human, the podcast. I'm your host, Mel Finlater, mother, coach, and curator of Permission to Be Human, the company and community. If you're a mum, know a mum, or want to be a mum, and you crave getting out in the world to make a difference, then you're in the right place. This is a space for mums like you to connect with yourself, your purpose, and your big audacious dreams. Because when you feel your best, you can better you, your family, and the wider world. Let's do this. It's time for my favorite topic of all, which is possibility. I love all things possibility. The aim of all the work that I do is to help mums see possibilities so that they can get out there and make the difference that they are here to make in the world and Possibility is key to that. But here's the thing, and I know many of you have felt this if you're not still feeling it. It's hard to get into a space of possibility when you have the mother load, you have so many responsibilities in your life, and your brain is full, right? It's hard to get into possibility when there's so many things that are filling your time, but also just your brain capacity. So today we're gonna accept that that has been challenging thus far, that it will continue to be challenging, but give you five really practical things that you can do to start to get into this space of possibility and to retrain your brain to get into that space again. Whether you were able to do it before, which, Actually, I would argue all of us have been able to be in this space of possibility at some point in our life. Think about when you were a child and you were playing freely somewhere, right? You're always in that space of possibility, no matter the upbringing that you've had, some more easily than others because of that, but our brains as children go straight to possibility. We don't see the things that will get in our way. And getting into a place of sp- possibility means getting back to that feeling that we had when we were a kid where anything was possible. So let's dive into how the heck do you do that? So the first thing, which I say with everything that I bring on here is that we need to get you regulated. So find something that makes you feel good, that slows down your heart rate, that gets you back in your body and out of your head and makes you feel regulated, like your heart's going a normal pace, you're breathing at a normal pace, and you get back to that feeling. If we're not in that feeling, it's very difficult to be in a place of possibility, especially if we are actually feeling a lot of the less pleasant emotions. So one way In fact, many ways that you can do this. Here's a few examples that that have helped me and that have helped others. And many of them are science proven ways. But you might also have things that are your go-tos, right? What is it that you do to get yourself regulated? It can be a 10 second thing. It can be a 10 minute thing. It can be much longer than that. So here's some things that happen to help me. One is nature. You'll know if you've been listening to this that nature is my go-to for getting regulated. So the first, easiest, quickest way to do that is to notice, to sit and notice the nature around you. If you're inside, are there plants? Or can you see something outside the window, maybe a tree? Notice how it blows in the wind or is still because it's not windy. Notice how the colors change based on where you are, start to notice and then notice what you feel when you're noticing the nature. Also just go outside barefoot. I know back to the earth. It's super, super hairy fairy, but I love being barefoot. And no, I don't necessarily, I'm not someone that goes and, you know, goes to the local festival with no shoes on. But I do love barefoot and I understand why people do do that and I do constantly have bare feet in my house and outside and if your health allows you to do so, going outside even just for a few moments, sitting on the ground, putting your feet on the ground, putting as much of you on the ground as you can will help to regulate your emotions, your body, all parts of you. Movement is another one. So go for a walk or go for a run, even just walk up and down the stairs a few times or get on your bike. Or if you're in a wheelchair, go for a wheel, right? Something that involves movement. It could even be as simple as like, I shake my leg sometimes. That's that's actually, I think a lot of people do. That's helping get us regulated. Our body wants to get something out. Breathing exercises, you can do many and many of them. I like a four breath in, four breath hold, four breath out, and go in through that square. Meditation, if that's your thing, and if you've if it isn't, I urge you to try it, even in the tiniest amount. Talking to someone else. And sometimes that can be a professional, and sometimes that might be a friend or your dog. <laughs> hugging someone, petting your dog, right? Getting that connection, happy feelings. So let's do something that helps you feel good. And that will help you get regulated. Now, once you've done that, and you're feeling like just maybe you'll be able to move into possibility. The next step step is to really dig into the self compassion. Again, this is a step I talk about frequently. First, we get regulated, then we have to have that self-compassion over the fact that it has been hard to get into this place of possibility, right? We beat ourselves up all the time. I beat myself up all the time. And I'm quite certain that many, many other women, moms, humans do out there. And instead of beating ourselves up, what would it be like to simply notice that possibility has been hard for you to find lately and it's been hard to get into that mindset and accepting all the reasons for that and deciding to do something that will shift that without being hard on the self that was. If you envision, if you're a metaphor person like I am, then this might help you. I like to envision that we are there's some sort of wall in front of us, right? And when you're deregulated, when you've got this mother load of responsibilities, when you have everything that comes up at us and you have yet to be able to feel more positive emotion than the less pleasant ones, it's like this big wall. And no matter how hard we try to climb, it's hard to see, see over the top until we get there, Right. And every once in a while we might get a peak and then we fall down a few feet and then we try it again. And it's hard to see into the distance. Even when we get to the top, it's like, oh, I can only see right in front of me, right? So what can you see if it's a little further, a little further, a little further. And that's what we're gonna be working on today is some practices that we can put into place to allow us to start to see further once we've come over that wall and got ourselves regulated even just for a moment. So step three here is practice elsewhere. So you're going to practice possibility outside of your own life because digging into our own life, it's it's much more likely that we will get, come up with the challenges that are in place, such as I don't have time, I don't have money, so-and-so won't like it, there's no way I can do that because my kid has a disability or there's no way, et cetera, et cetera, or there's shoulds and It's just a lot easier to come up with that when you start looking at your own life, right? So first, to ease ourselves in, we're going to practice possibility elsewhere, okay? And the real key here is practice and play. Just play with possibility. The awesome thing about this is, by the way, is so much of this can be done with your kids. So there isn't really a time excuse Kids love playing with possibility. It is a favorite of so, so many. So involve them when you want to, and also take the time to to get into that space yourself. Depending on who you are, you might find it easier with your kids or harder. So one of my favorite activities is how many things could this object be? Now, just look around your room, wherever you are. There's a million objects around you. If you're in nature, maybe there's a stick. If you're on your desk, maybe there's a pen or scissors or a mug, right? Someone told us that this is what that thing is, right? So I'm going to go with this cup of water that I have next to me. And someone told me that that's a cup and that it's meant to put liquid in. And then I'm meant to put my mouth up to it and I'm meant to drink it, right? And what if that rule wasn't there anymore? what if it could be anything i wanted it to be and this game is as simple as that you just think of as many things as you possibly can that would be a possibility for this cup to be it maybe is called something else who knows like it could be a hat or a nose or a magnifier like voice magnifier or a musical instrument if I if I ding it with something you know I can come up with a million different things and at first it'll be hard and the more you do it the more fun it is and this is definitely a game that's fun to play with someone else because we can feed off of each other's ideas and energy I highly recommend it doesn't even have to be your kids it could be like your partner or your friend or your neighbor just it's a great activity to get the mind starting to go Another thing that you could do and a little kind of game for yourself might be when you start to see that someone else is hitting a wall and they're struggling to come up with an idea or get into possibilities, just to give yourself a scenario of somebody else, right? It could be a real person or not, but sometimes real people, like we can see things in other people's lives that we can't see in our own very easily. So let's say you, you know, the mom at school drop-off was telling you a story about something and you can see that they can't get, they can't see what's possible on the other side of this, you know, theoretical wall, go home and come up with a million ideas. You don't have to share this with them. It's not about them. It's about using a scenario of somebody else to come up with possibility. So you can get your sticky notes out and write. You can mind map. You can draw. You can just talk out loud. Whatever method actually works with you just start to come up with ideas of like, I don't know, maybe someone couldn't come up with a name for their baby or maybe, or maybe they could and you just still would love to come up with a name for someone's baby. So you go through and like come up with a million lists of people or their dog or their cat or whatever it might be. Or maybe they are trying to figure out what they could do with their toddler every day who's home when they're still working, right? So come up with a bunch of ideas, as many as you can, of things that they could do to entertain their kid while also doing their work, right? Now, depending on how you know that, well, you know that person, you may or may not want to give it to them, but that's that, again, that's not the point, right you don't have to tell them you've even done it it's just about getting us in the mindset one more exercise you can do is to find a book any book or a newspaper anything with words in your house flip to any page and then randomly put your finger on a word and depending on what that word is come up with five names for cereal that is prompted by that word so new names for a different type of cereal that you're creating right now and come up with five names based on that word that you read. So let's say the quickest word that I can see around me is epic. (laughs) I can see that word on my desk right now. So based on the word epic, I would try to come up with five or more serial names of using that word, epic. So like epically smart. That'd be like, I'd, I'd feed my kid that cereal. You could (laughs) just come up with anything you want, right? You're probably doing it in your head right now. Feel free to try. If you're gotten into that mode, just by listening to me, the like, like press pause, take a second and like come up with some right now. Okay. You get the gist. So that's practicing with somebody else or externally to your own life. And the next step, once you've started to practice that, and these might be different times, by the way, these are like kind of stages you can go through and you might need to practice with other things or people much more often before you feel like you're ready to get into your own life. But whenever you start to feel just a little bit ready, a little excited by the idea of possibility in your own life, then you can start to practice with your life. Start with something really easy and really fun. Again, you can involve your kids if you want to, depending on whether you think that will actually assist you in what you're doing. So some examples of things you could do just to just to play again with possibility is name 20 places you'd like to go with your kids. Like adventures that you'd like to go on. Like, oh, I really, we should go to the butterfly gardens and oh there's this park with the woods I want to go there and we should go on those water slides I saw or those zip lines or there's just this beautiful piece of water that I'd love to show my little list you know just make a list of as many things as you could possibly think of it could be list it could be drawing it can be mind map if you haven't heard of a mind map I recommend looking it up it is much more in tune to how the the neural pathways work in our brain so you know, it's, it's the concept of, we used to call it brainstorming, it's not necessarily politically correct anymore, but if you have the main topic in the middle, you're going out from it with an idea, which you can then get an idea off of and keep going outwards, and color coding will help your memory and mind work even better if you're doing that. But honestly, you can do anything you want to do. And that is working for you to just jot down these ideas. You can just shout them out if that works for you too. If it's something that you don't necessarily need to access later, by all means, just shout it out. Another example is you could do name 10 different walks, bikes, or again, in a wheelchair, maybe wheels that you could do right from your house, 10 different places that you could walk to. Right from your house little walks it doesn't have to be a destination just 10 different walks that you could take maybe draw it out maybe create some little maps right another example is name 10 places i'm just saying 10 you can make as many numbers as you want but name 10 places you'd like to travel to i want to go to iceland africa that's not a country that's a continent but i'd also like to go to many places in in the african continent continent back to England, to France, to Spain, to Greece, to Italy, like all of the things that you can think of. New Zealand, Australia. See, I'm just going on and on now. I'd like to go everywhere basically, but name the places you'd love to travel to. And another example might be to make up a game that you could play with just natural things that you find outside your house. So sticks or rocks or other pieces of nature. What game could you play you can put some more parameters around that if you want with your kid or with another adult or whatever it might be. Well, what game could you play with the nature around you and try to, you know, be creative and come up with something. And the key in all of these things is that you're entering a space of possibility. And note that there are rules around this, right? And the rules are this is play A place of possibility is not somewhere where you have constraints of money or time or energy. This is somewhere where you have no limits, right? No limits whatsoever. Those little things that will naturally come into your head and say, but you just say, oh yeah, we'll think about that later, right? Because those things do come into play, but first is the place of possibility, so once you've done the things above, so you've gotten yourself regulated, you've seen compassion for yourself, maybe sat with that a little bit, you've practiced playing with possibility in someone else's life, like something external to yours, and then you've practiced playing in your life, then you might gently practice the harder things in your life. So I love doing this for myself. I actually did it just this morning where you can gently practice the harder things by giving yourself an uninterrupted certain length of time you decide. I gave 30 minutes or so, and I got a bunch of sticky notes out But you can mind map like I just described. I put some background music on because it kind of gets me going, and I was overwhelmed to choose what that was, so good old Google told me I just said for it to put background music on, and it did. Amazingly chose some good stuff. And then I sit there and I let myself explore. I think of what the question is in my life, which might be what's next or what's possible. Like, what do I really, if I, if I could do anything right now, what would it be? Who do I really want to work with? And let my mind come up with whatever it comes up with. Because this is a practice, and it's not about getting it perfect. It's not about getting it right. It's about allowing our brain to enter different places. Because after that 30 minutes stops, your brain's going to keep going on this even when you're not intentionally doing it. It'll be going when you're sleeping, right? Once we put something into movement, it continues in that movement without us trying. And how cool would that be if suddenly one of the things that you thought was possible or that was really really big you started working towards it without almost even noticing so remember that this is all about play it's about being in a space of possibility that means not looking at why something can't work or what's in the way or what needs to be overcome yet because like i say that comes later It's about being in a space of play with no rules or limits. Because it's in this space that ideas, cravings, desires, and possibilities that we didn't even know existed will start to peek through and eventually shine. So go on, retrain your brain to get into this place of possibility, and I can't wait to see what you will eventually see as possible that is it folks this has been mel finlater on permission to be human the podcast and i am so glad that you have joined us here today and hope that you have taken away some tidbits that will help you go away connect with your big audacious dream and make that massive impact in the world that you are dying to make if you liked today's episode please 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 like it Share it, think of one person, think of one person that you think would also like it and send it on over to them. Let's get this out there and more moms feeling like themselves, inspired, dreaming big and out there being them. Please do head on over to find me on Facebook with permission to be human or Instagram, or you can even pop me an email and say hello at permission to be human always at gmail.com. Say hello and let me know that you listened. What did you like about it? I would love to hear. If you didn't like it, eh, I don't really want to (laughs) know. Just kidding. You can share that if you want. I would love to know, however, who you are. Let's connect. Let's find out what you want more of. Yes, this is a newer podcast, so I want to hear from you and I want to make it what would be useful to you. As always, remember that you have permission to dream big, permission to feel big, and permission to be you. You have complete and full permission to be human. For real, you do.